Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and I'm here to help your journey, if I may, take you by the hand and lead you through the Geekscape. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, We're getting into that holiday spirit. So today we're going to be talking a little bit about these brand new gaming systems, the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X that came out this week. And some people are already picking up their PS5s, although I thought you were going to get them until tomorrow according to the pre-order, but I see people with the PS5. So we'll be talking a little bit about the brand new gaming systems. And also at the end of the show, for those of you who have not caught up on The Mandalorian, we'll be talking a little bit about this past episode with plenty of spoiler warnings to really discuss whether or not Baby Yoda is a complete psychopath. Hopefully the internet has not spoiled it for you because I really enjoyed the episode. But that's what we're going to be tackling a little bit and more on this episode of Geekscape. So I hope you're enjoying that. Uh, as Bolt T says off of YouTube, let's go. I thought YouTube was down. That's the warning that I got when I started the show, but I guess it's doing all right. Um, I do have a baby Yoda here in the room for those of you who are watching. And Heidi says, just turn around and ask him if he's a psycho or not. Uh, he might be too busy climbing up behind me and trying to bite me in the neck. I hope you're well. I hope you all have been enjoying Geekscape. I thought last week's episode with Chris DeMakes was a lot of fun. Again, go out and pre-order his book, pre-order the album. I'm a huge fan, as you can tell, by my Chris Farley-esque interview skills last week. Thank goodness Katie was there to add some normalcy and professionalism to the whole ordeal. Um, But yeah, I'm a big fan, and uh, and I'm looking forward to the releases. So I've already got them pre-ordered. What I don't have pre-ordered, because I didn't quite have the Skrilla when it was time to hit the killer on that pre-order button, was the PS5 and the Xbox Series S or X. Um, that is what I didn't have, so I didn't pre-order either of those. And uh, 
now I'm starting to see them come out. And a part of me is like tampering myself by saying, yeah, but they're going to have like bugs and stuff. And you want to wait until all that stuff's like out of the way. So then you can like buy the systems and they've already been ironed out. The other thing is I've found myself in, let's see if any of y'all, um, Agree with me. Are y'all a little bit tired this week after an entire week here in the United States of political deliberations of whether or not we have a new president coming January 20th? I don't know. It's been a pretty exhausting week, just like under the surface. Me, myself, you should have seen me last Tuesday. I was nothing if not naively optimistic the entire time. I was like, hey, the math says and the mail-in ballots say this is going to turn out just fine. And you know what? According to Jonathan's script and what political pundits and analysis has been saying for months prior, everything kind of went according to that script. Uh, we have a brand new president-elect. Congratulations, Joe Biden. Super Action Man told everybody to vote. I don't think Super Action Man cares who you vote for. It's just if he's going to be putting his ass on the line in third world countries to keep American democracy straight, he's going to want you all to do your parts and vote. So I'm glad everybody voted. Record voter turnout. And I'm glad that we have a president-elect. Or do we? Incel bot, if you're listening to my computer, I'm sorry that you're uh, having a rough time right now and your guy did not get picked. But he still seems to have some tricks up his sleeve. And we'll see how these recounts and further lawsuits and things work out. But here on Geekscape, we're going to call it for Joe Biden. So there you go. Notch it up. I know. I know. A lot of people have been waiting for the official word. Has Geekscape called it? Yes. Geekscape has called the election for Joe Biden. So go ahead and throw that up next to uh, Fox News' endorsement. Geekscape supports the president-elect. Uh, and not only, <laughs> I think this is specifically a Jonathan thing. Alan Lou says, Hey, you're repping the jazz. That's right. If you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch, you can see that I'm wearing my John Stockton, Utah jazz shirt. It's my number one team. And you know what? Fans, geeks, sports geeks, NBA geeks. There's like no off season this year because the whole COVID thing caused everybody to like delay the, the, the postseason and the end of the season in the NBA. So it seems like the NBA gets like three weeks off and they're returning already with an NBA draft next week in free agency and the season's starting before Christmas. And it's like, weren't they just playing basketball? The Lakers got to enjoy their championship summer for all of two days. And I'm okay with it because I'm not a Laker fan, but it just seems a little screwy, but that is sports in the time of COVID. All right, this is Geekscape, and there's no Geekscape these days without my co-host. So my co-host is Incelbot. No, I'm just kidding. He made me say that because he uh, said he was going to delete all my hard drive. But uh, here she is. This is Katie. Y'all know her. Hey, what's up? <laughs> a little bit of El Chooch for there, Katie. That's right. Uh, you the most important open. thing of all, it is November. Therefore, it's freaking Thanksgiving time, dude. Oh, it is it, the best holiday of the ever because it's all about food. Katie's wearing her, for you viewers, she's wearing her feast mode shirt with a giant yoked turkey. That is one yep. of the that's one of the most yoked out. I know <laughs> it's very, it's, very my it's encompassing life. my my chestial area, but uh-huh. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, but yeah, Thanksgiving, best holiday ever. Are you super stoked? What are your plans? Do you um, have your meal planned out? 
<laughs> no, we are. It, listen, this pandemic is still raging. All right, Katie. So we're gonna we're gonna stay in place. Yes. We're gonna have like a two three person Thanksgiving. We're not gonna get crazy uh, because you know what? Thanksgiving is great. We're just we don't need to have a huge super spreader party oh. or dinner to celebrate Thanksgiving. Would I love to? Yeah, we'll find out. My birthday is a week later. We're going to super spread it like a motherfucker. But no, no, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even saying like invite people over or anything. I'm saying have a feast to yourself. How exciting <laughs> is this? Like you don't have to worry about Aunt Marge or whoever eating all the mac and cheese because you can eat the mac and cheese. It's the best Thanksgiving. This is like the yeah. most ideal Thanksgiving month. Because nobody has to come up. You don't have to hear about anybody's political opinions or anything like that. Maybe you'll go on a Zoom call for like two minutes. But then you can sit down and eat all the food that you've always wanted. And nobody is getting in the way. We're not dealing with anybody with veganism. We're not dealing with anybody who's got a dairy allergy. We're not dealing with anybody who, I don't know, wants to have tofurkey instead of turkey. Who are you people? We're, we're freegans. Having- so, Katie, we're just going to see whoever. Uh, really, our big Thanksgiving is the day after Thanksgiving when we go dumpster diving. <laughs> That's We're, we're freegans. <laughs> I don't think you know that about me. Uh, we, go, we only eat free. Oh, and uh, other people's waste. So, I, you know, uh, no. You can stand outside my dumpster. The, the- <laughs> <laughs> Just chuck it out your window. I'll try and catch up my teeth. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Bolt T says, Katie, I just got a, a, a flashback. Didn't you entertain like Australian kids or something? How did that go? An episode or two ago, Katie was talking about some of her side gigging. And, mm-hmm. and some of that entertained, uh, some of that entertainment involves her waking up. Be, like before I do, <laughs> so that she can entertain inter- like Australian kids over Zoom doing Zoom games or something. Uh, yeah. Katie, how'd it go? It, that one went well. Um, Australian kids are hilarious. Australians in general are just hilarious. Everyone's a lot funnier than we are. Um, and they're just more lackadaisical. They were so fun. I, I forget. There was like terminology I learned that night while wearing my stupid bow tie. Um <laughs> I can't remember, but it was just like, it was so like a big combination of British and Australian kids. And they were a ton of fun. Um, the, the job I work for is called the go game. And speaking of which I just got promoted for the holidays. What does that mean? <laughs> it means basically that uh, instead of running. Other people games, got fired and now you have more responsibilities. Is that what that means? Yeah. And it like kind of, like, <laughs> it's so funny too. Cause I like just booked a gig, but I was like, Oh, now I'm getting promoted. Like it, Everything good happened last week. Well, not everything good, but like a lot of good things happened last week, but it's like a little bit overwhelming. Uh, But yeah, I got promoted and um, I basically had to talk to clients a lot, which makes me nervous. Okay. Uh, So I don't know what your job is. I don't. All I know is I run a strict ship here at Geekscape, really tight, really tight ship. And I'm like, hey, just as long, don't bring it in here. Don't let it interfere with your very, very strict work here at Geekscape. It's the same (laughs) deal I have with Matt Kelly. I'm like, Matt Kelly, you can watch as many shit 80s movies as you want. But when it comes to Geekscape, you get your Geekscape done first, and then you can throw continue to throw your life away. That is the kind of thing that I do here. Uh, but, But as Bolte says, Maybe the Go game is going to acquire Geekscape. We don't know. But the truth is, Katie, you're starting to get a little too busy. You just booked like a co-star role on a pilot you guest- bragged about on Facebook. Okay. No, guest star. Totally guest different star. thing. Guest I don't, star. Listen, I just say, hey, stand over there. Say these lines. <laughs> co-star is a much bigger role. But yeah, no, I'm just, uh, I'm my character is literally like a description. It's not even like a name. Uh, but I am excited. That's what excited. they said about Stifler. 
from the American <laughs> Pie movies. And uh, I that like was, how big he got. Yeah, Sean Michael Scott exploded after that one. That's that was him, right? I honestly haven't. You could seen be in a you could be in a re, in a female reboot of Dude Where's My Car. It, I could be. I could be. I can't tell what the uh, name of the project is, but it's very exciting, and it's shooting in Las Vegas. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and as long as you can still do Geekscape. Okay. Uh, and as Jim Pogarnelli <laughs> says, you know what? Today's guest star, tomorrow's recurring character. That's right. That's what my agent told me. And I was like, all right, we'll see. It's a pilot. You never know what happens with pilots. <laughs> I, uh, you know. Just to try and like let you Geekscape us know that there's no problem here. I've sent Katie multiple phone calls uh, and she's picked up the phone twice. So, mm-hmm. so I've gone from batting a 90% to like batting a, like a 30%. And the truth is like, she, she was already too big for us. I think that's really what we were already in over our heads with, with Katie. I, I feel like you picture me in a very different way than I actually am, <laughs> but okay, we'll <laughs> go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> you know what? You gotta like, you gotta like wish these things into being. Yeah. You have to manifest these things, okay? Yeah. Guys, what should I be manifesting now that I finally booked the pilot that I kept manifesting all of this year? Yes, five for Jonathan. Okay. Let's just let's seems, start the manifestation as a PS5 for Jonathan. Seems a little one-sided, but okay, okay. No, well, not if you're doing it. <laughs> oh, just okay. okay. If I, I'm doing it, then it like no, it'd be selfish for me to wish that for myself. No, Katie, this is you wishing it for me. There's nothing selfish about it. Bring me the PS5. Selfless Deliver it to me. I will wake on Christmas morn, and the <laughs> PS5 will be there, bestowed upon me as if from Jesus Christ Himself. Why did you just become a gremlin? I <laughs> know uh, that's like my. I think that's like my fantasy wizard character, wise soothsayer voice. Got it. I'm not the actor here. Ain't nobody giving me starring roles in their pilots. Ain't nobody doing that. Okay. I'm just here running a flip flap funny show flip for flap. a bunch of kids who like didn't outgrow comic books and video games and crap movies. Okay. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm good for. That's the dirt that's going to be thrown on top of me when all is said and done, Katie. That's all I got. It. That is a lie and you know it. You're way more than that. You also Fairly. do shitty movie scripts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Uh, I, Matt Kelly, call me up. I got some for you. Uh, Jim Pogarelli says, "Oh, let's let's not. You got to manifest PS5 and a copy of Miles Morales Spider-Man under my tree, Katie. So uh, your manifestation work is pretty much cut out for you. All right. Like I know that your Christmas list pretty much begins and ends with what does Jonathan want." Uh, <laughs> So we're going to keep it short right there. PS5, Miles Morales. I got to tell you, though, somebody who disagrees that November is all about Thanksgiving is waiting to join us here on the show. And that's because he's fucking Canadian. They don't celebrate in November. He's already eaten all the chip shop. All <laughs> like, right? a month, like a month ago. And to the, to the level where, like, for several minutes, I'm like, what is that? Why is that park ranger on your shirt, like, super muscular and like different <laughs> colors and every like not once did and i only saw the like feast part not oh, once did it cross my mind that it could potentially be uh about I thanksgiving think. because yeah that was that was a while ago for us it, derek here in the united states which is like the meth lab that canada is like renting an apartment over like we celebrate thanksgiving later so we can copy whatever the canadians asked for whatever y'all give thanks to <laughs> We yeah. like things too later. And I want to say like, 
thank you for looking out. I know that Derek offered when the election was swaying a little bit. He was like, yo, I got a couch. Come on up. And I said, no, Derek, please. We got this. <laughs> Super Action Man's got this. What would I, how could I ever talk to Super Action Man or look him in the eye again? His eyes through, through his sunglasses. How could I ever talk to that man again if I bailed on America and fled to Canada That's with fair. you and your early turkey eaters? <laughs> so, Derek, tell me, when is Canadian Thanksgiving? Uh, like mid-October, first, second Monday in October or something like that. It's kind of like the, it's like the, you know, it's, I mean, it's a much smaller thing here. Like I, like, it seems like you guys like freak out and have like giant parades and we're just kind of the like, uh, you know, we're the four seasons total landscaping of Thanksgiving. Like it's not, (laughs) it's not the real four seasons. It's just this like little thing where it's like, maybe someone's mom makes a turkey and maybe I don't. You know, maybe maybe nothing happens. But there's no parades. I've never seen a Thanksgiving parade aside from there, on TV. Do you believe that? And then you, the like Los Angeles, like all, like it, watching Derek. the. Tra- Sorry, I the, you on the show and you don't just fucking go through just, like a day it's train. Always amazing seeing the traffic, like like just the lights for the the Los Angeles, like le- leaving for the Thanksgiving weekend. That's Thanksgiving, right? It's always like all over. No, that's Vegas. Katie's gonna get stuck in that like in two weeks when she does her co-starring role or whatever it is. Guess star. Like, you know, whatever it is, her starring role on this show, taking it over. Who's that girl there wearing the turkey outfit in the back? Let's put her, her close to the camera. She's great. She's giving us all the energy. This is great. She's a tigress. Uh, listen, Derek, if Canada had more to be thankful for, do you think Thanksgiving would be a bigger holiday? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty thankful not to be in the United States right now. So, it, you know, we're turning the beat around like the fucking, like Miami sound yeah. machine. All right. Gloria Stefan, we're turning this shit around. You just wait. Okay. USA will be dominant once again and i and i hope so like i hope that one day i can like visit you again it would you know that would be great so um, not a moratorium on anybody going in or out yes yes you know you know what don't count your turkeys until they've hatched there derek all right do turkeys hatch out of eggs hell yeah they're birds (laughs) i don't know why i I just now i thought butterball just like manufactured them that's what i assumed yeah just pump them out skin it off I think I think turkeys come out of eggs. I think McRibs also come out of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never had one of those. Are they well, actually good? You Delicious. Know what? You can leave because that's <laughs> the most un-American thing I've ever heard. Uh, if McRibs hatch out of eggs, McRibs hatch out of the eggs from like um, that movie Species, where Natasha Hendricks <laughs> is like laying eggs in people and like trying to <laughs> trying to mutate and like. I don't know, replicate and eh, fuck Katie take over. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see where I want to see the animation of a McRib being born. And it's just covered in sauce. It lays more eggs inside of you. That's the beauty of the McRib. That taste okay, yeah. you're getting. Those are, those are, those are like those little, those are fry guys that are being born within you. Are we the and ones birthing out the eggs? Yes, you are a nest. When you eat a McRib, little McRiblets are seeded, they're planted inside of you and they hatch. You know those it's... little hamburgers, those little hamburger characters that are in the McDonald's thing? Not, we're not talking fry guys, we're talking little hamburgers. Ugh. Those little bastards, they 
you can only have McRibs come out every few years. So I was just going to say they have like a long gestational period. A long gestation period. Is there something? Trace it after seven years. McRibs got to go away every seven years because those people are now dead. (laughs) Okay, so you you birth them out. This is why I haven't had a McRib because I haven't died yet. Okay, all right. They're delicious, but I'll be dead soon. All right, all right. But it was worth it. They're very delicious sandwiches. Katie. Biden won. We can start believing in science again. This is science. Dude, honestly, can we just take a moment and hear about the excitement for this? Because I was super pumped. And I I mean, look, there are still so many conspiracy theories going around and they're running amok and it's been insane. And I don't know how many uh, (laughs) family members you have that are like, well, don't, don't think it yet. Like it's not happened yet. It's not over till it's over. I'm like, but it is over. Like that's what the election was for. Now it's over. I mean, I don't know. Maybe just me, but I have family members that still don't believe that it is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, Katie, <laughs> used to, Katie was staying in my attic uh, hiding until the results of the election. And I was like, Hey kid, you got nothing to worry about. Uh, she eventually came down because I wasn't feeding her. And but, look, uh, one yeah, thing, one thing only, I love food. Well, Katie, listen. I uh, joined Parlor on Sunday. Did All you really? Conser- yes, yes, I did. All of the conservatives were talking about Parlor and how they, you know, they were being censored on Twitter and Facebook. And let's be clear. All Twitter and Facebook did was say that you can't cut the head off of the head of our FBI. All they said was, you can't just like go around and say that you're going to decapitate people. All Twitter and Facebook did that is censorship is put a little thing underneath your tweet that says, yeah, this might not be true. You might want to look into this. Uh, the election may not have been called. Um, coronavirus cases may still be going up. All this garbage that they were stating that was, like you said, conspiracy theory, Twitter and Facebook, all they were really doing was putting a little warning on it that was like, hey, this might not be true. They weren't deleting the tweets. They weren't deleting that stuff until you literally said, cut the head off of the FBI director, which is what Steve Bannon did that got him kicked off of YouTube. Got the, I mean, after hours, the video got taken off of YouTube, off of Facebook, banned from Twitter, all that stuff. So everybody's like, we're going to go over to Parlor. Parlor, I was like, what's this Parlor? I'm going to start a Geekscape group on Parlor. I haven't, but I went over to Parlor. <laughs> that is absolutely 100% of the bottom of your screen. Geeks gave us my ID on Parlor. It is at Jonathan London. Man, I went and tagged it. Oh. Did, did it. Did Parlor like it. exist before this week? Like I don't know. Question. I don't yeah. know. Like Do never once had I heard about it no. in my life until this week. Yeah. No. Eric, let me just tell you this Parlor experience. Okay, Katie. I sign on to this thing. It is already a janky ass app. That app is like one of those apps that like the hot keys aren't working whenever it's like, okay, next. And you click on next and, and you're it, crashes. Like, it crashes or it's just not recognizing you're pressing, you know, it's not, it's not recognizing you're pressing the button or anything. Uh, so you scroll a little bit and then when you scroll, it activates. So it's not like, it's a little janky. Um, I had to give them my phone number. I'm not afraid. The phone numbers are the phone calls I already get. Katie, you've got to hear it. It's disgusting. Uh, I mean, listen, my number's on every bathroom wall east of the Mississippi. Okay. So it doesn't really, yeah, listen, it's not exclusive information. So I signed up for this parlor and you know what? I just, I should, I should have just put these things on the screen, but I'll describe them to you. These are, <laughs> these are actual screen grabs from parlor. 
that I am going to communicate to you. Um, first off, my my icon for those of you who go to Parlor and befriend me, you don't have to, uh, is just a like a zebra fedora. <laughs> I thought it was like appropriate, but add Jonathan London. The next screen, once once you like okay your once you confirm your account, Parlor dumps your um dumps you to a page that says, okay, now personalize your parlor experience. Like Twitter, it wants you to follow people. Listen to the diversity in their defense. Listen to the diversity of, of thought that you can find when you get on parlor. These are the people that it offered to have me follow. Uh, Ted Cruz, Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, Devin Nunes, Dinesh D'Souza, and Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty. And I, <laughs> and I, and I, and I was like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to follow any of those people. So let me see what other offerings are. Let me see what the next page has. So I clicked 15 times to get to the next page. And, oh, oh, these these might be a little more promising. I'm not as familiar with them. Uh, Diamond and Silk, <laughs> Trish Regan, uh, Maria Bartonomotov, uh, Cheryl Atkinson, Tito Ortiz, who's, yeah, w- wonderfully homophobic trash, uh, Wayne Dupree. And uh, I was like, no, I'm not going to follow any of them. So I was like, okay, I, listen, I'm on Parlor got to find people to follow uh let's try the third page so i clicked 16 times to get the thing to activate the third page and i was like oh this is a little better uh, i don't recognize it. joe jorgensen for president oh, oh. yeah it's the it's uh, one of gaming. the third party candidates. yeah it's a libertarian so i here's one that i found i found gaming news and i followed gaming news which is really <laughs> gaming news on parlor is just a repost of GameSpot's Twitter feed. No. So they're just taking, like, they're taking stories from, like, IGN and GameSpot and republishing them oh. under the gaming news on Parler. Uh, oh, Derek is on here. It said to follow Derek. So he's <laughs> on Parler. No, he's not on fucking Parler. He's Canadian. They won't let him on. He he's is probably blocked in Canada. Yeah. Do you, do you Canadian- uh, Parler, Parler is the app equivalent of I didn't win, I'm moving to Canada. That's what that's what this shit is. It's a bunch of people being like, "Well, I gotta have it my way. I'm moving to Parlor. Me and my three teeth are going to Parlor." And my hateful rhetoric. So I, I get it. I get this one person. Some people just show up on your feed, like advertisements on Twitter. And the first one I get is this woman, Marjorie Green. I, I think I don't know who she is, but it says it's an ad that just says, "Listen to this. President Trump could lose if you don't take action." This is fucking Saturday. Wait, uh, Sunday. <laughs> this is a full day after everyone oh. and their mom confirmed him. We can't do anything in that. No, no, you can't tell the conspiracy theorists. President Trump could lose if you don't take action. Watch the video and then swipe left to sign the official "Stop the Steal" all caps petition. President Trump fought for us for four years. We might fight for him. We must fight for him now harder than ever. And establishment Republicans aren't lifting a finger. That means it's up to us. Swipe left. <laughs> Sign the petition. Stop the steal. I immediately Swipe did not left. do any of that shit. Everybody's it is so, insane. Everyone's so like ready to like swipe right. So it just seems so weird. It's so antithetical to. I don't know that in and of itself. That action in and of itself is always like what you use to like go backwards on some things. Oh yeah, back all the way. Swipe back to the 1950s while you're at it. It's ironic. <laughs> I mean that you're going the opposite way. I just opened Parlor, and let me tell you where some of the fantastic articles are that are being sourced onto these feeds. Uh, there are articles from 
YouTube. They think that's evidence. Uh, <laughs> there is several Google Sheets that they're like, see, it's all here in this Google Sheet I created. Uh, other people have shared uh, things from theblaze.com, The Federalist, The Epoch Times. Like these... These are bullshit fringe websites okay, but that are all completely psycho. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. What is the one thing? This goes to both of you. Um, what is the, what is the one conspiracy theory that you you have like a like a feeling of like you know what that might be true? Like what's one like what's the one thing that you guys like think? Oh, that sounds crazy, but maybe it could be true. Uh, is that even a discussion we have to have it's obviously the it, lizard it, people <laughs> we had we had the weekly world news on the show weeks ago they're gonna hire katie i don't know why uh, probably to that's, talk the, you that's, that's the pilot you're starring that, in right that's my guest star i'm like yeah. not even going main cast i'm going to las vegas she's gonna be dressed as a lizard uh <laughs> listen K- katie's katie you can't afford katie anymore she's a star now yeah, for Katie. Um, I mean, so that was tens of dollars, guys. That was about thirty minutes of my Sunday was making a parlor account <laughs> and realizing it is just the biggest, creepiest, cringiest echo chamber of non-thought that I could imagine. It's gross, mm-hmm. and that's my that's my parlor review for you, Geekscape. Is go ahead and follow me on parlor. Derek, tell me how are Canadians so grounded most of the time? Oh, that's okay. I I don't know that they are. I think that oh. yeah, I I know a lot of crazy Canadians, um, and <laughs> just trying Randy, to separate myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Steven Seagal is like a monk at a at a at a temple that's near me. Like just all you know, there's all sorts of crazy shit that happens up here too. I think that there's not that many of us. The whole you know, we're very spread out. So it doesn't get, you know, the news doesn't travel as easily as it does uh, in the States. Neither does the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> Do you guys just not have internet up there? Like, what's... <laughs> some, Not in some places. And in some places, it's very, very slow. Sure. Um, yeah. You it's, out the and news. you have to pay a lot of money for it in comparison yeah. to uh, to everything in the United States. So, um, yeah, no, there's a lot of uh, a lot of crazy. And, and I think a lot of those people are too stupid to use computers as well. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of fair. Yeah. Not like I'm sorry. <laughs> They're idiots. They're dumbasses. No, I, I love that's them. the wrong word. Hi. That's the wrong word. Canadian to be mean is awesome. Okay, let's do more. <laughs> that is the meanest I've ever heard, Derek. There's I don't no know if that's cheating. <laughs> you know what? There was that one time you almost you you almost started a fight at Comic Con, Derek, because you were being mean, and I had to. I came home for a very long night of Comic Con. And I had to intervene between two geekscapists because Derek was being mean and he threatened Derek with a fist fight. So Katie, I think it was. I think you had to intervene between one geekscapist because I did not have anything to do with that. No, just just the Canadian pacifist that you want to be. All right, (laughs) well, you instigated everything, and then when 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 he when he started throwing hands, you were like, "No, I'm out. I never did this." Jonathan, take over. Jonathan. Jonathan, talk him down. And I was like, okay, well, I wanted to go to sleep, but I guess I'll sit in the freaking lobby for another two hours and talk to this guy off a ledge. Oh, no. I mean, can we talk details or is this one of those things? That I don't really think talk? we can talk yeah. on that one. Just know, Geekscape, is, it's not all bunnies and fun <laughs> with the Geekscape, is, all right? Sometimes there's serious drama 
and the Geekscape reality show coming to parlor soon. As soon as they figure <laughs> out video or something. Parlor sucks. <laughs> uh, speaking of technology that doesn't suck, we've got these brand new game systems coming out literally this week. Uh, the Xbox series, we got the S and the X and the PS5. Uh, I got some. I got a little bit of Skrilla in my bank account right now, so I'm starting to think about the uh, PS5 because I got to play that Miles Morales game. Gotta but play it. You, you have a PS4 there, though, right? You got a PS4 a already. PS4. You can I'm play Miles doing, on there. I'm not doing the downgraded version of Miles. I'm going all the way, Derek. I was yesterday. I was getting myself mm. all excited about the up-res, like yep. you know, features of the PS5 because mm-hmm. you know I'm still. You know, I'm like two years in and still playing Red Dead Redemption 2, being like, hey, maybe I'll go hunt a buffalo. Um, so, Derek, you're an Xbox fan. I'm an, you, I'm an everything, everything no, don't, fan. Don't lie. The, the show you host for Geekscape back <laughs> this, three years yeah, ago was yeah. an Xbox game. Yeah. Uh, talk about the these Xbox Series S, Series X. I don't even know the difference. And why should I get the PS5 first versus the Xbox I really, it's yeah. all coming down to my familiarity with PlayStation. It's coming down to the fact that I like the Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'll start by saying that as soon as my PlayStation 5 comes, hopefully tomorrow, uh, I don't know when the next time I'll touch my Xbox is because Spider-Man is the the, the game you got to play, I think. Um, I can't wait for that. And Horizon Forbidden West. Yes, I'm yes. Out there. Very yeah, exciting. oh, that's going to be, yeah. Obviously, that's a ways down. That's a little bit down the line. But in terms of right now, the Xbox doesn't have, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's games to play on it, but there's nothing new. There's nothing spectacular. There's nothing that you can't play on your old console. Um, the, yeah, they, so we've got the Series X and the Series S, not to be confused with all of the other poorly named Xboxes. Um, <laughs> The Series X is like they're they're like they're both considered next gen consoles. The Series X is much more powerful, um, and the Series S is still really powerful, but much less expensive. Um, and the biggest the biggest thing that they're doing is uh, like the Series X is meant for like people with like really nice TVs, and they want to have the best like 4K graphics, uh, and you know with HDR and all that sort of stuff. And the Series S can run all the same games, but it's targeting usually like a 1080p. Um, like a 1080p signal, uh, t- 1080p resolution for those. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 why would no good. You buy any of these next gen game consoles to play at 1080p? I mean, some people it. don't care about that that much, um, and and for a lot of people, I think as well. I think price is the is the most important thing, and a lot of you know, if I would have to wait. Two, you know, I, I would have to wait two years for the Series X to come down in price enough where I could afford it, or I could grab a Series S right now uh, and you know play the three hundred plus games that are on Game Pass with and not have to buy anything else. Like it's, I think it's really that's a console that's meant to to be like a, a, a companion to Game Pass, like low cost of entry. It's gonna, I mean, it's sold out everywhere, but if if any more stock comes in before something like Christmas, like it's gonna be a super hot ticket item for um, you know a family console. I think. And I think that a lot of the like general, you know, people that are going to buy a console for the family or whatever, they, those are the type of people that don't care that much about that stuff. And, you know, probably like half the time when I put if I've put on a 4K Blu-ray for Michaela versus like something HD on Netflix, like she's like, I can't they look the same. What are you talking about? Like, like it doesn't matter to the vast majority of people. And I think that they uh, and they, they realize that and they've got two great consoles at two like really attractive price points um 
yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and maybe your TV console is not big enough to fit the Series X because it's fucking massive. Um, I had to like rearrange everything. Like, like you got the X, Derek. I got the Series X. Yeah, yeah. I was lucky. I was, I was, uh, I was a little bit sad because I didn't think I was gonna going to get it yesterday. Uh, Best Buy shipped it out on like Monday night, and it said it was going to come like next Monday. And it was, uh, you know, today being the eleventh is Remembrance Day up here. Uh, veterans day for you guys so it was a holiday so i had the day off work um so i uh <laughs> uh got got to play some games on the series x um and spent two and a half hours talking to microsoft on the phone because the controller that came with the console did not work properly no. um, yeah Maybe yeah you your gaming skill it wasn't your gaming skills because for anybody who listens I, that's what they kept, kept telling me like, but yeah. like you're you're you complain about not being able to play viva pinata Viva Pinata is really hard. <laughs> like it, it is, it just looks cute and it looks like it's for children, but no, like, it's you know, not. Child, it's not, it's not. It's no. a bloodbath. <laughs> yeah. So I was lucky enough to get the series X and uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. You know, prior to that, I had the Xbox one X, which was their like premium console from a couple years back. Um, the biggest things that I'm noticing straight out of the gate are like load times are incredible on this thing. And it, to the point where it's, it's your load like, times or the system's load times, the, <laughs> loading times for, for games. And even for like on the Xbox one X and, and the older Xbox ones, it often felt very slow. If I'm like jumping into the store or jumping into game pass or trying to do anything, like it's got to like load it up entirely. And you're just sitting there for like a minute and you're looking at your phone and like, it just takes forever. And now it just feels like most of that stuff just feels instantaneous, which is pretty awesome. And, and I like had a, an external SSD connected to my old Xbox um, to run games off of. So I didn't think that the speed difference in terms of loading games would be that substantial, but it's like, like something that would take a minute or two on the old one is like five or 10 seconds on this one type thing. So it's, uh, um, you know, I've, I've been, pl- I spent a lot of today playing the new Assassin's Creed game, um, which was, just just came out yesterday as well and it's one of the games that has uh it's it's a feature microsoft calls smart delivery so you just buy the game and regardless of if you're playing on like an old console like the xbox one or the new consoles you just get the best version of the game that that console can run you don't have to like buy it you know if i have an xbox one now and i buy the game i don't have to buy the game again later if i decide to get a new console um it's super cool a bunch of games support that um but yeah i was playing assassin's creed for a lot of the day and it's like it, you know, when you I, uh, in a lot of games, I would like avoid fast travel because it like isn't was never that fast, and it like would take almost as long as as just, just going there, <laughs> just going yeah. there, just riding it's your just horse, just just stream, just yeah. driving there or whatever. Um, but but you know, but it was a little bit more interesting to just like ride the horse. It's literally like like you. Is it like, like one or two seconds? What's that? Is it like Ghost of Tsushima? Or you just yeah, like yeah, yeah? It's like it's it's faster than Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's super cool i i that's been more impressive to me so far than like you know where it didn't really launch with any big games that aren't playable on the older consoles so it's very like it feels very transitional in that like like things look a bit better but there's nothing like mind-blowing in terms of graphics at this point i think that we will get there and it probably won't take that long to get there but right now we're not seeing that much of it um 
but the that's been more impressive than anything is is just how fast everything feels and they they also have features like there's a feature called uh, quick resume so this morning i jumped into you know i was playing assassin's creed decided i wanted to check out a couple weeks ago i picked up watchdogs legion the new watchdogs game which also has some enhancements for the new console um jumped into that game and then like when I decided I didn't want to play that anymore, go back to Assassin's Creed. It literally just like flips around, like like it was asleep and like you're already playing it. Like it doesn't have to. You don't have to go back to the menus. Like it just pops up the the like title screen for like two or three seconds, and then and then you're in the game. Like literally at the pause menu that I left the game at. Like Derek, are you still employed? Uh oh yeah yeah definitely okay all yeah. right just to make it sure because uh, it's a, uh, you know because today in the states this was Veterans Day it's Remembrance so, Day up there yeah 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 oh it's Remembrance Day up yeah there. I said that yeah remember so Remembrance the, Day up yeah. here okay remember um, how the U.S. has veterans and we're just a bunch of wussies I get it <laughs> I get it that's yeah, great yeah that's great I'm being a jerk Derek but in all honesty um what's the what's the like prime price difference and put it in U.S. dollars what's the price difference between the X and the S on this Nobody in us to... dollars I, I don't know off the top of my head well, but in, in, monopoly Canadian, money, what is it? Yeah. in monopoly money the series x you're looking at uh 5.99 uh plus tax and i believe it's 3.99 for the series s um so a pretty substantial difference so it's uh, like 500 versus 700 dollars. yeah totally yeah roughly for yeah. okay yeah. and then the ps5 is mm-hmm. basically a 500 dollars system i, I want I, I don't i want the one you put discs in because yeah, i want to play all these old games yeah that's the one i went for as well and also like like you know i i sometimes will lend a game out like i still generally buy physical games unless a di- digital games like on a crazy sale or something like that because i you know it'd be great to like like if i could borrow one from someone or if i could lend it out or i do trade in games from time to time like um, and just just the fact that like on the digital one or on the on the console that can take discs, you're you're you can buy them from anywhere. Like you know, it's on sale at Walmart for half the price it is on the PlayStation Store. I can go grab it from Walmart. Like you're not just limited to the PlayStation Store like you would be with the disc yeah. uh, digital one. Do you plan on getting rid of your PS4 once you get the PS5? Like because it I seems like everything, yeah, it seems yeah. like everything was backwards yeah. compatible. Yeah. You didn't- you didn't want to wait to migrate everything over or is that something that just happens through your PlayStation account? Cause uh, I'm sitting on it just like, I, great that I'm still playing the thing. Yeah. I've not bought a PS5 or pre-ordered it yet, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to wait to like migrate them. And yeah. Sure I, like I didn't care a ton about the migration <laughs> aspect because um, yeah, I'm probably mostly going to play the new, you know, new games anyways. And of course we've got like, uh, if you have PlayStation Plus, there's the PlayStation Plus collection on PS5. So you just get access to like 20 of like some of the best PS4 games that happened. Um, because you have I have PlayStation Plus, I uploaded all my saves to the cloud first. Um, so the saves will all be accessible and I can download them on the new console. And then I just have to reinstall the game if I do want to play it. But really it hasn't like my PlayStation's really sat there since, um, you know, since the summertime played through last of us two really quickly and then played through some of ghosts of Shima, um, and, and haven't really touched it since. Uh, so it was like sell it a few weeks before type thing, just to, to try to get a little bit more out of it before the new consoles come out. So I just remember when I migrated my Wii to my Wii U, the pick. Oh like- yeah. The, Oh, that was lovely. Yeah. And I was like, hey, maybe something yeah. cool will happen here, but it won't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was one thing that was cool on the Xbox as well, because they've really have focused on things like backwards compatibility. So the 
Which is smart. It, when when they came out with stuff that like it was going to have that, like everyone yeah. went crazy because it was like, come on! Like, at this point, we know we want this backwards compatible. Yes. We want to yeah. play the old games. Mm-hmm. We have all these discs. We have like a bold yeah. a whole library full of. Well, them. and they've gone to they've gone another level as well in that like the the controllers that I bought for my Xbox One are the same. Like I don't have to get new controllers. Like they just work. Like if I you know if you had a headset for the old Xbox, it, it'll work with the new Xbox as well. Um, and like for instance. Features- in the new controllers that this one doesn't have because you were saying that you 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 were playing old games on the new system yeah but it only works like with the with, with assassin's creed valhalla that only works if the 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 two there's nothing new on the new controller are they planning on doing new features the, the this so they did release a new controller but it's it's mostly the same it has it's like it feels slightly different and it's a little bit more textured and it has like a a dedicated like screenshot button basically which the old one didn't have but other than that it's all the same it's not like the on the playstation side they've got the dual sense controller which has like apparently just incredible haptic feedback and and a lot of other stuff that the playstation 4 controller did not have um so so they kind of broke that compatibility there in order to like take a step forward like that's one of the things i'm most excited for is to check out like how that controller feels and how like you know the the playstation 5 comes with something called the astros playroom which is um astrobot yeah astrobot which had they had a fantastic vr game on playstation vr i love that Uh, yes it was so good so Um, good it was basically and, the Sony version of Mario. It was so good. And but just like have it and being in VR in that and having that like different perspective of like looking around the level and like moving your head to get a different perspective on things was so cool. But they they have uh it's apparently a few hour basically like a glorified tech demo, but it sounds like it's a lot more fun than anyone was anticipating it to be and it's like a like they said it's just like like if you are not sold on this controller or if you want a great demonstration of how big of a leap forward this controller is to just like play Astro's Playroom when you turn it on because the haptic feedback in there is apparently just incredible. Um, what about yeah. a controller, Derek? Because like I, I always think about like how many things that we you tried where oh, you're, yeah. like, you're like blowing into the controller yep, yep. and there's different stuff like that. You know, and obviously it had the accelerometer <laughs> in it. It yeah. was a lot of fun. I liked that Nintendo Land game that was like the tech demo that came. That was a lot of fun, yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool. Is there a controller? You read these video game sites a lot more than I do. You know what's kind of going on. Yeah. Uh, a controller you can put in your mouth. <laughs> Control with your tongue or like just you're holding it with your hands, but then you also put it in your mouth. Is that a controller? Is there is there any like you bite down and like then maybe it goes faster? Is there any chance? You know, keep in mind, Katie's the one who like is looking forward to Thanksgiving and all the eating going down. Is there a game maybe for Katie? No, where it's like, no. like, like, is there a game like Thanksgiving training where we can train <laughs> I'll tell you maybe what, the mandible or something like, like it control it with your cheeks. Those motion controls for the PlayStation 4 VR system might be what you're looking for. Cause they are dildo shaped <laughs> <laughs> and they glow. So if it, the room is dark, like you're not going to lose it or anything. Like... I, I, they still look like those ice cream scoops that were on the, the PS move or whatever it was those wands it's the same that's the same controller yeah, yeah no no I'm, I'm good i'm good i don't need the ice cream scoops i'm good yeah. <laughs> i don't need them oh that's so funny I, yeah i um i i heard that they're, like, they're not doing a vr version for the playstation 5 which i thought was kind of a huge deal because they did not very 
they didn't get it right for the PlayStation 4. Like it was cool. Yeah. It, was, it was a great introduction. Yeah. It's, it's exactly why we got an Oculus and that's why Yeah, yeah. I, I was like I am probably not going to get a next gen console for quite yeah. some time now because we've got the the Quest 2 which I'm very Yeah, excited. I got a Quest 2 as well. Nice. Yeah. Sure. What is your stop job? Buying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, Canadian socialism. I can't stop. That's how I like from Canada. That's how he's affording all these video game systems. That is not true at all. You're, it's communism. This is communism and socialism. And I'm going to post this on Parlor. This is not I, right. I think yeah. I just uh, all of the emotional turmoil that I don't deal with. I just uh, compartmentalize it. and and just like buy like Mondo posters and game consoles and all that sort of stuff instead. Nice. Um, yeah, so. I have to say though, the thing that bugs me the most, and I th- I'm sure I've said it on here before, but the Quest Two, the fact that there's only one login. Uh, they're apparently working on that, and I also hate that. I um, went bananas. I almost, yeah. I almost made us return it because I was yeah. like, "You can't do this. Like, this is yeah. not family friendly." And uh, yeah, Mark- do the Oculus it- folks think that? People who buy Oculus are such losers; they don't have family and friends. Is that what this is? Do you think? I mean, it could be. Happening? I think it was more of like a. I feel like it was more of a Facebook push to get people to buy more things to maybe buy. Yeah, and they like they shortly after the Quest Two came out, they have officially commented that they're working on like user profiles, which I'm so excited for because some games like have multiple save files, in which case it's totally fine. But if it doesn't, it's so frustrating because I'm like, I'm playing this super cool game and I want Michaela, my partner to like, check it out as well but either, i don't want like, her she, to be at my yeah, spot well yeah. either yeah either she needs to either she's missing the tutorial and stuff because she's where i left off or she's having to start the game over again and then might not play to where i got to which means i gotta play things like Always. there's just not a good it's just not a good it's, it's not a good not, workflow right yeah, now and, just, I, and I hope that it fits. yeah it splinters yeah. off to so many different things and like yeah because mark mark uh actually signed into it first because we were yeah. so excited but i was uh off doing something and he felt so bad and the only way that we can reset it is by factory yeah. resetting the headset. Yes. I was like, "What you're not gonna? It takes so you're not gonna do that every time you want to like, no. like, oh, you can play Switch now. Like, <laughs> just set a 45 minute timer, and at the you know when it's, once it's done, these games will be downloaded and and all When's that When's our update stuff, so. gonna come out? Because that sounds like a pretty prohibitive feature. Yeah, I mean, people wanted it all all across the Quest One's lifespan too, and they just never mentioned it. So now the fact that they have mentioned it, I hope that it, I hope that it's sooner than later. It, it they're they're real, also, but I'm also very skeptical about how yeah. soon they'll do that, which is yeah, drives me nuts. Well, I know that they also want like the, of course, part of the big controversy around the Quest Two was the Facebook account requirement that they've now rolled out. Um, so now I think that that's required and that you can't just use an Oculus account. They're also really, they seem to be really strict about like not using like a shared Facebook account. So I think that they might prioritize it um, because, you know, the more users they have in there, the more data they can collect from more people. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the goal. So, and, and they also have that Facebook horizons, uh, uh, platform launching, which is kind of like a build your own world, uh, Oasis type thing um, from Ready Player One. And, and the United uh, States is falling apart while we I'm, do this. That's the siren. I'm not in your attic anymore. They can't come for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I told them where you live. No, come on. If I'm, I told my friends on Parlor. I, like, if you, you know, they were like, hey, Jonathan, what's up with that girl hiding in your attic? We're coming for her. And I was like, yeah, all right. All right. They see they're really nice people. They 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 sent me some YouTube videos to watch. And <laughs> they're really they're they're critical thinkers. They're really my friends on Parlor are really good people. <laughs> they're they're salt of the earth. Um. So 
let's move on. And this is where I'm going to give another Mandalorian spoiler because when y'all were talking about the glowy wand wand orb things, we were talking about eggs hatching in, uh, the in the McRib. Uh, it got me thinking about this last week's Mandalorian <laughs> episode, Geekscape Assist, is where I tell all of you who have not watched the new season of Mandalorian, of which there are episodes of the recording of this, there are two episodes. Season two, episode two. Is your major spoiler warning. If you've not watched this season two of Mandalorian, of which there are two episodes, please, this is your spoiler warning. We're going to start talking about these last two episodes, and you're going to want to bail if you haven't watched them. And go watch them, and then come back and be like, let's see what Jonathan and Katie had to say about it with Derek, who I don't think is like watched them at all. But... um, it's one of those shows that Michaela would get really mad if I watched without her, and our yeah. schedules have been pretty opposite. So I yeah, uh... it seems like you've been pretty open. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting I mean, on you're her. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, I bought a seventeenth video game console. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you if you haven't watched, be like Jim Pelgrinelli and peace out a bit to avoid these Mando spoilers. He says, good show. And Jim, you can come back here in a week or so, whenever you catch up and, and uh, listen to the rest of the show or download it off of our podcatcher. Uh, any podcatcher will do. Geekscape us. If you're not subscribing to us off of iTunes or Spotify, we'd love, love, love to have y'all. Um, okay. So we got the season two of the Mandalorian and the rumors coming into season two of the Mandalorian is that, uh, everybody's talking about this Boba Fett rumor and Boba Fett and Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm going to spoil it big. And I'm going to go ahead and put the Mandalorian graphic up to let y'all know that this is going to be a super spoiler. <laughs> um, uh, you know, we got the answer on Boba Fett in the first episode Yep. where we not only saw Boba Fett's armor, but in the teaser at the end of the episode, we actually got the actor, uh, Tamira Morrison who played Boba Fett he actually shows up to camera there in like one shot and he somehow survived the Sarlacc. His, his armor for sure survived the Sarlacc. And now Mando is in search of other Mandalorians because they're going to be able to deliver the child where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, and now he's got Boba Fett's armor. So going into season uh, or sorry, episode two, mm-hmm. um, it starts to become Firefly, which is what I heard. That's what I said. I just it's just straight up Firefly, and like I don't know, Derek. What, how'd you feel about season one? Uh, I, I loved it. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was just um, I don't know. It was just like, did you I not? Think, did you not love it? I, I felt like I feel like the nothing compares to that first episode ending. Like yeah. that was yeah. like like my face melted off my skull. Yeah. I was so excited. And then everything from then on, I was like, oh, look at Yoda's, baby Yoda's a freaking psychopath. Uh, I feel like I'm in the minority where I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so exhausted. Like, it was cool seeing so many comedians in the show. I thought that was great. I'll be Katie soon. She's already co-starring. Yeah, that's the one that I'm co-starring. Yeah, right. My God, that would not. She's going to desert. She's going to the desert to film being in a desert. (laughs) Right. I'm going to go hang out with uh, my good friend. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, she's the sister to the famous author. uh, Why'd she come out of this one? Wait, what? I'm just going to watch you come out of this. I know. know. It's going to kill me. It's... uh, (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have all of his books. Sedaris. Thank you. Amy Sedaris. Mm-hmm. I love Amy Sedaris. I, I couldn't watch you squirm anymore. Thank you so much. I was like, I'm going to start looking it up on my phone. No, <laughs> Amy Sedaris. I love her. She's so funny. 
I can't stand her in this show. I can't. She's acting, Katie. Like, listen, when you get on the Mandalorian, they're gonna be like, "Hey, go stand over there and put on this eye patch and, and I, do I, your I, thing." And we're, you got gills now, like Katie. It's acting. This I is thespianizing. I will say this: episode two, she's a lot more toned down, but like, she's a completely different genre of cartoon character in season one and in episode one. See- uh, season two. It does not feel like a Star Wars character. It feels like somebody who's like spitting in their hands and being like, all right, let's get to it, folks. It sounds like the human equivalent of Mater from Cars yes. is what she's <laughs> playing. And it, you're right. It does not feel like a Star Wars character. It feels like something very much out of the American South. And it, it feels like she's just trying to put out every like Star Wars terminology out at once where you're just like, okay, <laughs> like, come on. like just to- Let's get them power converters over there on them Bantha tracks. <laughs> I know. Come on, droids. Like, okay, we get it. We're, you're blending a lot of different lore and things like that, but it just, it bugs me. But yes, is Baby Yoda a psychopath? This is so a- Derek, yeah. in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, Mando is... Uh, hired to take this sentient being, it's like female frog-like character, to a very specific, uh, legitimately a frog-like character. She's awesome. Uh, But it needs to transport her sub-light speed because she's uh, to where she can have, where her her mate is, her husband Mm -hmm. or whatever, because he needs to impregnate these eggs. And Mm. she has these eggs that are in this vat. And that is why she has to transport like sublight, which is riskier because it, you know the new republic's out there and he doesn't have the right tags and that becomes part of the episode right. um and the whole thing is you the, she's expressing the care for these eggs and how they aren't like like in, for, like they're not fertilized yet their season is very tight it's her, like, mm. her last like it's her last chance yeah i feel like i had a lot of questions like, about these eggs and you guys are explaining them all it was like, like me jerking off in that place two weeks ago when mm-hmm. uh, you, if you listen to the last episode you know that i went in to test the swimmers and uh, it was just like that uh, these this this might be my last go around derek this might be my last hurrah so baby yoda starts eating these little motherfuckers yeah. He starts eating these eggs out of this vat that, you know, Mando and this woman are like repeatedly, don't touch that, mm-hmm. put it away. This little bastard goes to the side of the vat, uses like a force thing to get the little eggs to come to the <laughs> side of the vat, yeah. then pops the lid. And I'm like, oh, he's going to like uh, bring impregnate them. Impregnate it. He's going to impregnate them. He's going to strengthen them. Fucker rips into them and starts eating them like chicken McNuggets. Well, and you think, you think that like the like the force will like make something happen? You think I here's no, the thing that I'm most no. These are sentient beings. I feel like Baby Yoda is supposed to be more important than he's ever being shown as, and it's like okay, is he just comic relief? Is he just like a thing that's just waddling around that we can be mm. like, oh look how cute? Which it is a cute puppet, and I'm very excited that we have this. But it's just like, what is the from like an outside perspective not seeing the episode it kind of just sounds like bad parenting like do you blame the baby like in real life do you blame the baby when it gets into shit no it's a fucking baby like (laughs) put the egg somewhere that the baby can't get it to that derek i will say that we've established in season one that baby 
is 50 years old and the oldest thing on that ship. He's still right? a baby, though. I know, like... but like, how did Yoda ever get so wise when Yoda yeah. was 900 years old and spoke in freaking like, riddles and rhymes but was super wise? This little bastard's been around for 50 years and can't figure out to not touch the sentient creatures and put them in his mouth and kill them. Like... If you how does he ever become Yoda wise? How do any of these? I mean, just a few survive? episodes before he couldn't like he he couldn't stop grabbing that little like rod off of the ship. Like you're 50 years old, you're not that much shorter than Spud Webb, and he played in the NBA and won a Sam Dunk title. Like I don't see how like impulse like, control is not there. Like if he was two years old and they were like, oh, here's a two year old Yoda, I'd have been like, okay, cool, I give it. He's 50 years old. How did this how did this entire race even like achieve anything? I will say he is starting to make some kind of verbal sounds now, which is interesting to see. Um and I'm like, when is he gonna start talking and like making actual sense? Like he does seem like he's understanding Mando a little bit more, but that's what makes it all the more psychopathic because he's like, No, don't. He's like I'm gonna eat him anyway. Like you just like oh he knows what they're saying. He knows that this I frog just made him lady, want the eggs more. This frog lady has been saying, These are my only children. These are the most important things to transport. This and that. And and you just watch this little bastard start eating these things and you're like, No. Lucasfilm came out and said, We're gonna defend this choice because we are all getting really upset. First off, there's a Funko Pop that has Baby Yoda coming out with the little vat of eggs. That's been announced. There's pictures of that thing. Lucasfilm came out with kind of a thin defense saying, oh, they haven't been impregnated yet. They're not sentient creatures yet. To which I'm like, all right, well. Caviar to him. Tell that that to your conservative friends who are like, (laughs) when when does life begin? (laughs) All right. Put that out on Parlor. See how it goes. Yeah, Um, on Parlor, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like, the Supreme Court needs to cancel Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I It is interesting to me because like, it feels like Baby Yoda, as cute and as amazing as this character is, is starting to feel a little Jar Jar-y. Like, I just, like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I, don't I like know. it when he eats a face-hugging like a spider. I'm down with that. I'm like, oh, he just crunched down a spider. That was gross, was- but I'm down. You got to take the good I'm with down. the bad. Heidi hates spiders. She fucking hates them. And watching that sequence was the most fun I've had watching TV in a long time. (laughs) Really, I was watching the sequence, but I was mainly watching Heidi. And those Geekscapists who know, um, like that spider design was actually an original design uh, for Dagobah from back in the day. I don't know if you had friends, but I didn't have friends. So I loved those Star Wars art books that had like all the artwork in it that was like going into the concept art for the original Star Wars trilogy. And there's a piece of artwork on Dagobah with a massive spider with like a snout and teeth. And that is the spider that is in this episode that chases Mandu through the Mando through the ice caves and has a bunch of different spiders skittering around. There's spiders everywhere in this episode, Derek, just be warned. They're like, Heidi was losing her spiders, shit. Though. That, it was a really cool design that I had not seen before because, uh, you know, I got outside of the house a couple times. But, uh, <laughs> like, the design of it was it was terrifying and really cool. Like, I was, like, I was grossed out, but I was, like, that's actually, like, that's something we haven't seen yet. And I like that. they Those things explode pretty dang easily, though. Yeah, he's <laughs> shooting them. They're exploding. It, I thought it was a great episode. It was directed by Peyton Reed, who directed the Ant-Man films. Uh, so I, I had a ton of fun with it and 
I thought episode two was a lot of the fun that I wanted out of episode one, but that Bantha plan was just so like, I mean, they telegraphed the, the ending. They didn't give you the ending. They gave you a really dumb plan and then they gave you the ending. So it was that's the, about as far as I want to spoil it for Derek, but it was like going back and forth. And that's the thing that like really just, I don't know. It exhausted me just going back. Let's go to this one place. Oh no, we have to go back and then like replan. Let's go back. It was just like, okay, how many times are we just going to go back and forth between these two places? while <laughs> our good friend is just being a Western sheriff. <laughs> He's just been a sheriff. Just a straight up sheriff on Tatooine. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what though. I'm loving it. Uh, I look forward to Fridays. It's the only show that I definitely have to schedule in my day and be like, okay, I gotta watch it. If only because, like Derek said, the internet starts talking about this stuff. Oh, it's like it doesn't even give it the weekend. I swear, it's like nine oh five. Like it doesn't drop at nine, and it's like nine oh five, and there's already like shit happening. And it's not just like people; it's like big outlets like IGN and Gamespot, and like you got you got to be Yeah, yeah. But just or just like street, like like I I remember seeing something about the egg. Like like it's not even nine thirty yet. Like how did you watch the episode like already? And are, we'll you're already see. talking about these eggs. I think the season is shot. I don't know how they course correct the psychopath Baby Yoda. I don't know how they fix that one. Maybe <laughs> I think he's, he's just a baby Baby Yoda. Maybe he's going to shit out like a bunch of sen- like preformed frogs. sentient beings. I made a joke. Well, you know that, that like, he loves frogs because remember that one frog that he grabbed and he. Yeah, but when he craps these things out, they're like he, these things aren't going to be alive. It, Ian Kerner and I were joking around on tag sales like. What if you just see a bunch of frogs show up as force ghosts? <laughs> and it's like he's just like he's just ferried them on to the force, and he's just like like adding force friends, and then when he, when he eats something, it just becomes a force projection, and that's it. And now he's like, "Oh, cool, thumbs up." Uh, but no, I think these I think these animals are dead, and I think that he's a criminal and a psychopath, and we'll see in episode three this weekend. Uh, and my advice to all of you is to watch these episodes day of. As soon as you can, because the internet <laughs> is a cruel and horrible place. If that you could apply to get screeners, like the you yeah. know a week before That's or whatever, then you could probably avoid. On Parler, nobody knows how to use their TV, mm. so they go to Parler and nobody spoils anything because they're like, "How you work this dang nabbit remote?" <laughs> I'm on Parler. It's a conspiracy. Them Yodas, them baby Yodas, a conspiracy. So, he was eating. He was eating those babies, and they they didn't even have a chance at life. He ain't no Christian. So that's why you should join Parlor, so you, you don't get any actual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The only thing that they spoil on Parlor is, I guess Trump's gonna win. I guess Hillary's going to jail. It's, there's tons of spoilers on on Parlor, but there's spoilers for shit that'll never happen. Okay. Uh, so like the Second Coming is happening. Checks out. Pelosi's gonna get murdered. All this stuff on Parlor, it's it's full of spoilers now that you think about it. It's just spoilers for a bunch of conspiracy theory shit that's never going to happen. So enjoy that. They're as big a fantasy fans as we are. <laughs> Derek, anything that you want to add, my good friend, um, now that we have covered the subjects that I promised you <laughs> gave us here. Have you guys have you guys been watching any non-Baby uh, Yoda content lately? I've just started the Queen uh, Queen's Gambit. Uh, the Netflix original series, um, and it's very, it's 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 excellent. What episode? Heidi watched it. I watched them by proxy. I watched them as Heidi mm-hmm. watched them, and I was impressed. And I was like, "Hey, that's that girl from New Mutants, that movie nobody saw but me, and I liked." That's where she's from. 
Yeah, she's she plays. She's also she was in. I, she was in. Um, yeah, in she was. I, that's where I knew her from. But I was like, I swear, she's like that was so long ago that she's I, in the witch. Yeah. 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 Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Man, she's she's been all over the place. Talented. She's I think her um her guest star cast is actually really cool too. Like the guy, the kid who played Dudley uh is not spoilers i hope not but uh dudley dursley from harry potter movies is it a great american accent yeah. <laughs> i'm actually i'm very i'm kind of surprised by how that guy's uh acting career has progressed like he's really talented and not the trajectory i was expecting from such a minor character in that series no i i recommend queen's gambit and uh other than that, I don't really know what else I've been doing. As I said, I went back and I, I'm hell bent on finishing Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Actually finishing it for that PS5 arrives Christmas morning that Katie wished into uh, manifestation for me. And let's be honest, next weekend we get Hyrule Warriors, which I know you're not a fan of, Katie, but I'm excited about a little <laughs> Age of Calamity. I want to so, play it. So you're not going like you could literally get Spider-Man tomorrow. But you're not me, going to me. Yeah, Derek. I can. Uh, yeah, I can afford all that stuff, but I. I can't find it. <laughs> no, it's not the PS5. Oh, for the like, PS4. No, no, no. Like, just let, play let it. Just, no, it's like wait, eight hours long. I know it is. I know it's a. I know it's a glorified demo. Let me just. Uh, shit, you did put that bug in my head just now. Let Let me go ahead. And... Like, did you have a good experience playing the main game on your PlayStation Four? Because it Derek, will feel like that, Derek, and it will look like that, and you will. You, Man, if only there was a show where you could put these opinions. <laughs> We've been trying, like, that's a, this is a, this is PlayStation network. talk, and I keep telling Shane O'Hare to be like, what's, you know, oh, if only are we going to roll the ball on, on the Geescape Games revival? If you depend on Shane, all right, yeah. for all of, like, you, if, you do, if you only do things because Shane told you to, you're going to end up dead. <laughs> all right? Like, we've covered... I almost have. Uh, Multiple times we've covered on the show how Shane is just now making adult decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you listen, Shane's awesome. He and I talk all the time. We we love sharing the memes. But Derek, if you take your cues from Shane, <laughs> well, I'll just say bon voyage right now, pal. Nice, nice knowing you. Ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Great endorsement. Never thought about it that way before. <laughs> Excellent endorsement for good old Derek, Shane. <laughs> I. And the listeners will listen to just you talk video games. Yeah. It, you you can add whoever you want. I'm sure Katie would join you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, come okay. on, dude. Right. I got a lot of friends in VR as well. So I need you to pick yourself up on yeah. your bootstraps. Yeah. yeah. And get the show going. Otherwise, Matt Kelly is going to add 14 more shows to the network with his fucking family members. He's going to do that anyway. And then, like, dude, we, we're planning this. Okay, on the 12th of December, we want to do an all-day live stream as a benefit because the Horror Movie Night one went so well. So let's do it. Let's make it Geekscape uh, network-wide. Let's have everybody come on, having fun. Let's play some games. Let's have some charity. Katie's going to run the whole thing. Go game style. I'm just kidding, Katie. Uh, We we can have some games. Actually, we should talk about it because you're actually a pretty good resource for that (laughs) because we're trying to think of cool things to do on the the live stream. and uh, and I'm looking at this roster of of content, and I've just been an absentee parent too long. It's it's really the Matt Kelly family network. There's literally a Christmas show coming out now. I don't think the Kellys talk to each other in person as much as they talk to each other about pop culture shit <laughs> on the network. 
I don't. I think that their Christmas, Thanksgiving, non-existent. I don't think that they talk to each other. I don't think they share anything. But they, when they get together to talk pop culture on the Geekscape Network, man, that's like a lifetime original movie. It's the podcast network that saved the Kellys. I'm going to start pitching that. I think Katie's going to be the star. <laughs> You're going to play Matt Kelly. You're going to play Matt Kelly. Okay. And cool. we're going to figure it out how how a podcast network saved oh. Matt Kelly's family. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's a sequel. There you go. <laughs> we know it. Saved, we know it saved Shane O'Hare. We know it saved Matt Kelly. It probably saved a few other people, and it's going to save Derek when he launches his brand new Geekscape video game show. Geekscape Games. Geekscape no, Games. I know. We've had Geekscape Games. I, it's literally G, which stands for Good Game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Geekscape Games. Find it. Shane is not your master. Shane is Shane's master. I didn't know I was signing up for a therapy session. I mean, you, yeah. you, knew, you knew. You knew your <laughs> Restart your podcast. Yeah. Talk about any game under the sun. You can talk about fucking Pong and I'll listen. Please, Derek, you're my favorite show on the network. Okay. Now I have to listen to... I'll do to, it for you. Now I have to listen to One Hit Thunder. One Hit Thunder's it, great, though. It's a great show, but Yours was the best. Mm. You were the best. Nobody wants to hear me talking about fucking McRibs and eggs growing under your skin and shit like that. Nobody wants to do that. I had Katie just to make myself a little bit more relevant and try and suck out <laughs> a little bit more life out of this beaten body of a podcast. You, Derek, you are the future. You must return to us. Please restart a video game show. Please. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. Listen. Izumi Seki from YouTube, I think she's in Japan, says, virtual hug. Love you guys. Really, really by heart. Good vibes. And Bolt T, he's throwing the pressure back off of YouTube. He says, when comic comic show. show. Listen, you're actually saying when comic show. We have a comic. Her name's Katie. We added her. Hopefully it adds some humor to this humorless experience. But when comic book show, I don't know. That's up to Ian. And you know you don't want that. So... (laughs) That is our State of the Union. <laughs> wow. December 12th, you're getting a live Geekscape stream. I don't know how many hours it's going to be until Matt Kelly ODs on cocaine. No. Maybe. You say no. I, I say maybe. Uh, I say we've had a good run. Uh, Katie will be a part of it. He just finished paying off his student loan, so he's flush now, you know? Yeah, well, now he can afford it. Talked about going to grad school. Some of us went to grad school. He's like, look at me. All right. No, it's great. It's a great thing. Matt, Matthew, I know you're listening. It's a great fucking thing, and I'm proud of you. I'm it's absolutely not, He's not listening. It's 10 p.m. He's <laughs> not listening live, but I did. But he's all around, tucked in. But listen, listen, within an hour of you posting it on the, I, on the iTunes feed, great episode. <laughs> <laughs> I get a text. Great episode. Oh, all right. Thank you, Matt. He's so supportive, you. though. He's so supportive. Yeah. That is all of our child. But like the child, just don't eat the eggs, Matt. Don't eat eat the eggs. Cannot let him eat whatever he wants. They're McRib babies. Cannot let him do it. Okay, Geekscape's gone to some places. Uh, We'll be back next week to check in on Katie's workout regime. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah, well, what doesn't challenge you doesn't change you. Uh, We're going to have the first episode of Derek's new video game show next week. Uh, And... um, We'll see what happens, okay? We're at December 12th. That's our next big goal. The big Geekscape holiday brouhaha featuring Katie. Cool.
I'm going to put that in the title. You're going to make the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do see that coming. Okay, cool. It's literally just going to say Katie and friends. <laughs> it's going to be a very small question. I'm going to, I'm going to advertise it on Parlor. All right. <laughs> do it. Do it. I don't know if we're going to have a democracy next week or even a world, but Geekscapers will be here if we do. Okay. <laughs> Katie, say goodbye to the friends. Goodbye, friends. Derek, say goodbye to the people with freedom. <laughs> goodbye, people with freedom. That's that's right. That, that is our friend Derek. He's Canadian. Uh, and for both of them, let me get that banner off the screen. Uh, for both of them, this is Geekscape. We'll catch you next time. Tell your friends to subscribe. Share it with them. We love you. And we'll be back next week. Geekscape forever. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 